Welcome to Lorica, the podcast of Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. St. Patrick's is a parish in the Antiochian Orthodox Christian Archdiocese of North America, serving the Western Rite. Father Patrick is also the administrator of the Orthodox West. On the Feast of the Savior's Nativity, we read the account of the angel who appeared to the shepherds and said, I will bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all the people. And yet, just three days following this announcement of joy and peace, we are jarred today by the remembrance of the slaughter of the babes of Bethlehem. No sooner had the Prince of Peace come into our world than he had to immediately flee to Egypt from Herod's wrath, and all the male children under two years of age were murdered by the same evil Herod. This story does not fill us immediately with a sense of joy and peace. We can be certain that the dear mothers and fathers of these babes felt no joy or peace at the death of their children. Rather, as we hear in the gospel, there was great weeping and lamentation. How is the angel's promise of peace and goodwill to all men realized and fulfilled amidst this terrible evil? Where is the prince of peace as his fellow babes are killed in his place? He is fleeing to Egypt with his mother and stepfather. He is fleeing to safety that he might live. Yet in his life he suffered very greatly. These little ones that we remember today who are the martyrs of God, the flower martyrs of God, they bypassed the suffering of this life. They went straight to glory. This feast is a strange mix of joy and sadness. The joy is admittedly difficult for everyone, but truly incomprehensible for those that do not know Christ. The church handles this feast liturgically in a very sensitive and delicate manner. The church recognizes that we all share to some extent in the lamentation of these parents because we are all still here in this world enduring evil Herod's hatred and attack in one way or another. And yet, we are also at the same time beckoned to look past the wickedness of this world and Herod and the loss that we all experience. So with stunning boldness, the church teaches us on this night to rejoice in this feast, to celebrate the sacrifice which has won so many crowns of glory. Only those who can see and know the resurrected Christ, who can look through death to observe the glory that awaits those who die in the Lord, can begin to understand the possibility of joy in this feast of the death of these holy innocents. One of the office hymns for this feast begins, All hail, ye infant martyr flowers, holy and innocent. And when the church reflects on them, these infant martyr flowers, in her prayers and hymns, There is really actually no sadness that comes through. 
only rejoicing that they have won a crown of salvation. They teach us how, with innocence and purity, which is so highly prized by our church, with simplicity, the simplicity of a child, they teach us how to go to God, how to rejoice in His providence, and to receive from Him the crown of life. The sermons of the fathers, too, are equally exuberant and bold. Here, St. Augustine, in one of his sermons from this feast day, says, Today, dearest brethren, we celebrate the birthday of those children who were slaughtered, as the gospel tells us, by that exceedingly cruel king, Herod. Let the earth, therefore, rejoice, and the church exult. She, the fruitful mother of so many heavenly champions and of such glorious virtues, never, in fact, would that impious tyrant have been able to benefit these children by the sweetest kindness as much as he has done by his hatred. For as today's feast reveals, in the measure with which malice in all its fury was poured out upon the holy children, did heaven's blessing stream down upon them. These precious children are now in glory and among the band of intercessors who pray for us to fight the good fight of faith. We heard in St. John's Apocalypse today saying of them, these are the ones who follow the Lamb wherever He goes. These were the redeemed from among men, the firstfruits to God and to the Lamb, and in their mouth was found no deceit for they are without fault before the throne of God. These pure and innocent babes teach us how to go to God, how to enter the kingdom of heaven. With simplicity and purity of heart, they enter into the Father's presence. In the office hymn, again, they are charmingly portrayed as playing with the martyrs' palms and crowns. This world is full of darkness, And Herod, inspired by Satan, seeks to kill and destroy, but he can do nothing, he can do nothing to harm the pure and the innocent. And that goes for you and I. There's a rather jarring verse in one of the hymns for this feast which says that they see the shining swords coming to slay them and think they are toys to play with. Because of their innocence, they see only God. They know only the good. They do not see the darkness. They are incapable of it. They see only the light. They were murdered by an evil king, and they received the palm and the crown of martyr, and as innocent children, what did they do with them? With martyr palms and crowns ye play, says the hymn. What a glorious faith we have that mocks the fruitless foe, that can do nothing to hurt God's children. Oh, that we would imitate them, that they would pray and intercede for us, that we would become like them in purity of heart, in innocence. The more we are assailed, the more we are blessed. Those of us who trust in God, may we become like these innocent babes. Christ is born. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 
You have been listening to Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. This has been a production of the Orthodox West.